Welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. This is Hector Santi Esteban, and I am the podcast producer for the Scalable Media Network. And the Scalable Media Network is the company and the organization that brings you the Digital Marketer Podcast. And today's guest is actually the host of another one of our shows called Perpetual Traffic. Now, if you're not familiar with Perpetual Traffic, Perpetual Traffic is a show for people who are running paid traffic campaigns, Facebook ads, Google ads. Whereas on this show, we like to focus a lot more broadly on the different strategies that digital marketers can use. Perpetual traffic really focus on the tactics and strategies that marketers using paid traffic can do. And so they really get into it at a technical level. And one of the co-hosts of that show is Qasem Aslam. He is a brilliant guy who has been a part of the DM community for a while. He started out taking the DM lab, then he got certified, and he's actually one of the coaches for our certified partners. And so he's someone who is really involved with a lot of people in the DM community. I mentioned that he's the host of one of our shows, but he also runs a variety of different companies. He has a variety of different agencies, and he talks about that today on his show, but he is an absolute wizard, perhaps even a prophet when it comes to Google ads and someone who I personally really look up to when it comes to staying on the cutting edge of marketing and knowing not only what to do now, but also knowing where the market is going to be headed and knowing where the environment is going to be so that we can take the right precautions with our businesses. And just being a producer, I always enjoy the episodes that Kasim is on, and I'm so excited to bring him to the digital marketer audience today because he's someone who captivates our perpetual traffic listeners every week. And so I know that you are going to enjoy this episode with Kasim and Mark as they talk about organic marketing, paid ads, Google ads, the lot, and some other great stuff as well. So enjoy the episode. We're going to get into it right after this quick break. This is Digital Marketing. Hey, DM listeners. Did you know that you can generate leads from Instagram without using any landing pages or websites? If you're not sure what I'm talking about, Instagram actually allows businesses and influencers to set up automations to automatically capture leads through the Instagram inbox. So this means that you can generate leads for your business all using 100% automated Instagram messages. And the good news is our friends at Bot Builders can show you exactly how to do it. They're an industry leader, and these guys have landed some of the biggest clients in the world. So if you want to learn how to use Instagram automation to generate leads, go check out their free training at botwebinar.com. They'll show you exactly how it works. You'll see a live demo and also how you can start using their pre-built templates to start going after big clients yourself. Once again, that's botwebinar.com. Hey guys, welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. I am Mark DeGrasse, host of the podcast and the president of Digital Marketer. Today, I have a very special guest, Kasim Aslam, rhymes with awesome, of course, the founder of Solutions 8, and he is actually one of the top-ranked Google Ads agencies in the world, which is a fantastic claim. Welcome, Kasim. Thanks for having me, Mark. I appreciate you. So we've been talking about, uh, you actually just wrapped on your, your certification shoot. You want to talk a little bit about that and, and kind of the subjects you covered? Yeah, that was, gosh, what a blast. So I'm going to, I'm going to be super annoying real quick and, and just fanboy a little bit. I bought the digital marketer certifications six years ago. I don't know, wow. however long ago, like, like it's been in, in digital years, it's like 150 years. And I remember how important they were to me and how much they set us apart. And I, I didn't just 
I mean, we used them for sales, like all of my team is certified and whatever, but we actually used the content. It was, it, it really ended up separating us because so few people at that point were investing that heavily in education. And then flash forward and by whatever weird twist of fate, y'all came to me and said, Hey, do you want to shoot a cert? And it was a total <laughs> just full circle moment. It, it was really flattering. And so first of all, I'm super grateful, but I also just want to say, and hopefully this doesn't come across as just violently dramatic. Um, it was, it was really important. And, and, and I took it so seriously because I remember, I mean, I'd watch some of those, those, maybe not the whole cert, but I watched some of those lessons 20 times. You'd, you'd come back, you'd revisit, you'd, you'd remember, I remember, I mean, I, I have Molly Pittman's voice still runs in my head sometimes <laughs> just as I'm, as I'm running through things. And so if you're listening to this, I want you to know how seriously me and my team took building that thing. And our intention was to create something that could be as close to evergreen as digital marketing allows, which is basically not at all, right? Like <laughs> the minute we created it, it's, it's, it's obsolete as I'm recording it. But I took a note from, from Ryan Dice's keynote presentation at Traffic and Conversion this year. And I realized like if I go out and I teach people tactics, this thing is going to be worthless the day I record it because there's so many changes happening so often. And so we focused really heavily on the principles. What are the principles? What are the fundamental, hopefully never changing? What's the, what's the, the groundwork that we can lay? What's the foundation that we can offer somebody so that no matter what happens in the worlds of paid ads, they're, they're going to be able to contend with it. That was the intention. I wanted to give people something that could act as like the degree and, and, and at least offer them the paradigm through which they can continue the rest of their learning. Because there's no way to create like the evergreen how-to, but I think that there is an approach to paid traffic. It's been around long enough as a proficiency for us to kind of support. Um, but yeah, we got it banged out and I just can't, I can't wait for it to see, to see it come together. And I should say we brought in the best experts in the world, literally the best folks in the world. We brought in Scott Cunningham to talk about creative. He's the founder of Merchant Mastery, founder of Socialite. He's one of the digital marketers, elite coaches, really brilliant guy. My business partner, John Moran, nobody knows more about YouTube than him. And uh, he came in and did the YouTube piece. So when I say we're teaching principles, it's not academic. I'm not saying that like you're going to, we're not, we're not zooming out so much that you're not going to be able to use any of this stuff. Like this is very, very actionable information, but we just wanted to make sure that woven into the action at every step is the why. Why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. So that when there is a change, you get to look at that and be like, oh, I know exactly how, I know how to deal with this now. I know how to fight this monster. And I, I do think that that's been lacking in some of the other training and education I've taken elsewhere because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm ravenous for this type of stuff. And, and people far too often just focus on the buttons. Like, oh, if you push this button, that's, that's, but there's never like a deeper thing explaining what connects the button to the overarching kind of neuro mm -hmm. construct of, of, of the mechanism that we're trying to control. And, and so we wanted to, we wanted to do that as much as we could. And I feel like I just talked way too long there, Mark. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an intro. People need the, the basis. But I have actually, I was reviewing the content this morning because it just got uploaded. And so it's, uh, it's fantastic. I think when people are in education, especially with like colleges, you see it where you're like, I came out of college and I don't know how to do anything. And that wasn't really the point of a undergrad degree. The point is to help you understand concepts right. and be able to grow into your career, whatever you're doing. And I think for your, actually all of our certifications, that's what you get. You get a timeless 
or semi-timeless because we do update them every year <laughs> with the different changes. But overall, it's an understanding of digital marketing, understanding of the point of all the different methods within digital marketing. And then people are able to take that and go to YouTube and look at the tutorials or hopefully lab and get the, the how-tos. Yeah. But I think you did an excellent job covering it and bringing in those other experts is just gold for anybody who takes the cert. So let's just get into that, just the changes in paid advertising over the last six months and what's coming up soon on the new year. Dude, it's interesting because I've been asked that question a lot recently and I've always tried to answer it to the best of my abilities, but I think I'm going to take a different tact at this point. We're looking at a game board, pick your favorite board game. And let's say that that game board represents the state of paid traffic and it's, it's gone. Nothing is the same. Everything has changed. So if you're looking at the same game board and the same pieces, you're looking at the wrong damn thing. And the example that I want to offer up is a lot of marketers started their career in SEO. I don't know why that's a ubiquitous truth, but I feel like every agency owner I talk to is like, oh yeah, we all started in SEO. Back in, and I forget when the date was, so I might not even try to cite it, but Google rolled out something called the not provided provision, which basically, I remember the day it happened because I remember the video that Rand Fishkin put out and he looked like somebody just slapped him. And I'm pretty sure he thought his, his business was going under and there's going to be nothing left for him. But it, it, it didn't change SEO in terms of the way that you approached it. It changed it on a fundamental level. And it took people maybe a year or two to acknowledge that. Uh, and you made a really good point before we started recording, Mark. You were like, well, yeah, nobody wanted to change their content, their process. So we were all kind of like buried our head in the sand. And I don't want to do that here. The privacy first ecosystem, mm -hmm. number one. Number two, the statecraft that we see in all of these these ad mechanisms. Number three, the 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 ongoing march towards machine learning and algorithmic bit adjustments. Like it's a perfect storm. It's this trifecta of things that have all coalesced into altering this this multivariant marketing mechanism and ecosystem to something we've never seen before. And, and it's our mm -hmm. job and our responsibility, regardless of who you are. If you're a business owner, you need to do this for yourself. If you're an agency, you need to do this for your customers. But we can't keep doing things the way that we've been doing it. And it's a ubiquitous truth. I'll give you a really specific example. My course that I shot before I, I did the digital marketer cert, which is not old, by the way, came out earlier this year. I told everybody, hey, you need to go use manual CPC as your bid strategy in the very beginning because you can't trust the machine learning. You can't trust the algorithms. Google's going to spend for you and they're going to spend in inadequate ways. And, and you can migrate to smart bidding later. And there's still a root of truth in that for early stage campaigns. But now, long term, if you're not using smart bidding, you can't compete. If you're not using dynamic creative, you can't mm -hmm. compete. If you're not relying on the machine, you can't compete. And if you've never heard me speak before, those are just words from some idiot maniac screaming in the desert. But if, if you've ever taken any of my education previously, dude, I would rail against the machine. I tell people never use the, the machine learning mechanisms because they're at your disadvantage. All they want to do is spend. You cannot perform the machine manually. And that used to be true. And it was true as, as much as 18, 24 months ago, like we were, we were destroying machine learning. All of our decision making was better than all of its decision making is a ubiquitous truth. And I could prove it. I had the data. And then we, we, we found this event horizon. And it wasn't like, it wasn't an immediate thing, but you started watching the dominoes fall. It was like, man, Smart shopping beat standard shopping and it beat it to a degree that I can't compete with. So, okay, we're going to go with smart shopping. And then but DSA is really, really supplementing search. So now I have to use dynamic search ads and, 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 and responsive uh, search ads are beating expanded text ads. And it got to the point to where now we don't even have like 
with search ads, you used to be able to write your ads. You would define what's headline one, what's headline two, what's headline three, what are my two descriptions? We don't do that anymore. You can if you want to, but if you give Google all the headlines, it actually amalgamates those headlines according to who the user is, where they are contextually, what they've searched for in the past. And it works so well that Google's taking away your ability to define your own ads. Expanded text ads are being deprecated. Wow. They're gone. It, it, there's whispers of the fact that manual CPC might be gone. And if, if those are technical terms that don't land because you don't run your ad, own ads, that's okay. It's important for everybody to know we used to pull the sled up the mountain ourselves. And now we've got to let the dogs, got to let the, the sled dog pull the sled. Yeah. And a lot of people are taking that dog, strapping him to his back and, and trying to climb this mountain. With, with And that's just not the way to do it. I, I really like that. I think just the the evolution and, and everything you've gone through, that's the reason why it does take a year or two for most businesses. Because either you're larger, you came up with your, your standard operating procedures, and then you trained your sales team how to pitch and how to sell mm -hmm. it. And then big change happens, and you just can't switch that fast. On top of the fact that the market might not even acknowledge it, or your target market might not acknowledge it, or they're so clueless that they don't understand it in the first place. So you just keep doing what you're doing. So for you, I mean, able to pivot that fast, going from a uh, 200 mile an hour F1 car to 10 knot sailboat <laughs> and, and be able to sit back and having the discipline to let the process take discipline and humility, because I think it does take a lot of humility to be like, I said this. Mark, that still hurts. Now it's it wrong. hurts me to come out and tell people to use machine learning because I, for such a long time, I thought I was like the white knight. I mean, I was battling on behalf of the small business owner and I was like, I'm going to protect you from Google. And yeah, exactly. And it's like, man, I just crossed <laughs> over straight to the dark side and You're I'm welcome. sitting at the seat of power and I'm like beckoning you towards me. But there's there's just no other opportunity if you, if you want to if you want to contend if you want to fight. Here's what's interesting is if you don't rely on machine learning, if you don't rely on you know algorithmic bid adjustments, it's not that you lose the competition. It's that you don't even get to compete. Like responsive ads, the, the way that we used to provide ads to Google and Facebook and a lot of display networks is you'd create 13 different variations of the ad. So you'd have your, your square and your, your rectangle and your tower and your skyscraper and whatever. And then the ads would be placed in the position that they are most, that they fit in the best. With responsive ads, you don't create the ads. You give Google and Facebook and these other ad, ad networks the assets. Hmm. So here are the, the, you know, two or 20 images, here are the headlines, here are the call to actions, here are the videos, here's the media, here's my logo. And then it finds the place that it has, the real estate that it has, and it, it constructs the ad for that real estate. Well, if you only gave it 12 variations and 12 sizes, you don't show up 30 plus percent of the time, which is Google's own data point, by the way. If you don't re use responsive ads, you're not showing up. 30% of the real estate is just not available to you. Oh, really? So not only are you not taking advantage of Google's ability to read people and know what it is that they want to see, terrifying construct, by the way, that we can talk about, but you're also just not getting the at-bats. So my, my switch in narrative, I, I'm not, uh, and maybe this is just me trying to defend myself, but I don't feel like I'm a turncoat. I feel like the story has changed <laughs> and we've got to either evolve or, on, or die on the hill, which is, that's a quixotic approach. And there's a lot of people doing that. Um, but I'm not, I'm not ready for that yet. I'm too young and I want to make too much money. So mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yep. that's fantastic. Well, and I always tell people, it's like digital marketing is still the wild west. Like there's still so many things that are new and really what's the maximum experience that any individual could have in any discipline, like a couple maximum 10 years, Ryan Dice, he's been doing this for 15, 20 years, but <laughs> everything has changed in the meantime. So with the current situation, you could have, like you, three months experience with how it works right now.
And just so you yeah. know, admitting things that you changed and because I used to not be a fan of podcasts and I said, I don't get it. And I've, I'm a content person. So I came from articles and videos and, you know, lead magnet material and PDFs. And then it was like podcasts. Like, what's the point? There's no structure to it. And then yeah. I, I'm like, I had clients that wanted it. So I'm like, okay, I'll do a couple podcasts. Then I was like, oh, this is so easy. Like I'm an idiot. <laughs> and this is the best, easiest content you could create. So I get it. Sometimes you got to eat it and it's okay. Move forward. Now you're relevant. Isn't it funny how like the things that work need to need to take you drag, like kicking and screaming? They're like, oh, this is working. Let's just let's just lean into that. Um, you know, your your highest performing products and services sometimes mm-hmm. are the things that you're trying not to sell until somebody stops and says, "Dude, that's, yeah. I'm, I, we didn't start as a Google Ads agency. We started as a full funnel agency." And I'm, my my agency name is Solutions yeah. Eight because I had eight core service offerings: web and video and uh, SEO and, and PPC and it wasn't until my business partner actually he started as, as an employee. I brought him in to sort of help me um, mm-hmm. because I just I was overwhelmed. You know, I, we, we reached this profitability level. I always had this line in the sand where I was like, "Oh, as soon as I'm making this much money, I'll be happy." <laughs> it was the most miserable I've ever been in my entire life. I had you know eight different services, yeah. which really means eight different businesses. And so I bring this guy in, and he starts working with me. And slowly but surely, he's like, "Man, everybody who's successful with this is successful with Google Ads first. Which makes sense. It's like, oh, you take a business, you throw them in the octagon, you see if they can compete against all their other businesses. And now it's going to be really easy for me to do everything else for you because I know that you have a viable market. People are willing to buy it. You actually pick up the phone, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so we started, we didn't mean to niche down into Google ads. That wasn't the intention. All we meant to do was we're going to run Google for you first. If it works, it means you have a model. And now we'll do all this, these other things. Well, we started making so much money doing Google that we're like, let's just cut out all the other things. And it, it had to, it, mm-hmm. I had to be dragging and screaming like I'm not, you know, the smart visionary entrepreneur that saw the opportunity. I'm the petulant idiot that like needed other people to tell me, hey, there's an opportunity here. And if, you know, if you get out of your own damn way, maybe it'll work. No, you're the normal person, <laughs> the normal person or normal business owner, because that's how it all ends. Whether it's saying, OK, I'm going to service or I'm going to focus on an individual niche. Like those two things are what hold everybody back, but are very scared on. Um, yeah, even with paid ad, it's terrifying because you're like, oh, well, I'm leaving all this money on the table or I'm pushing these prospects off because I don't, yep. you know, want to serve them. But you get to the point where you were <laughs> at because I, I went through the same thing during COVID because I had my agency and COVID, everybody got the government loans and everybody wanted to get online. So I was doing branding mm. and website design. So my business took off 10 times. And then I realized like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I was like, this is, and I did have a niche. That's all I was doing. But, but when I came to the decision was I really got into this to teach people how to do marketing. Like that's what I was trying to do. But business owners most of the time don't care and don't want to learn, you know, or want somebody to do it for them. So I, now I'm working with marketers and it's awesome and I'm happy. So I get it. It's, yeah. Well, and you're good at it, man. I see what, you know, your vision and your approach, like the, the launch of the new site, if I'm not letting the cat out of the bag and 10,000 pages of content like that, it's about <laughs> that time. Like that's the exact approach that we need. And it's the perfect antidote to the disease that we have with, and I shouldn't call it a disease because I, I, I think the privacy first ecosystem is mm-hmm. of value. And I'm a paid ad guy. I'm a paid ad guy telling everybody <laughs> who's listening, you hey, if you don't create content, you're screwed. It's over. You need to, because the ads are only going to do so much. People want to know who you are. They want to know mission, vision, values. They want to be able to engage with you. It's going to take time 
And, 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 and I mean that I can tell you from a data driven perspective, it takes time. There's something called a conversion path and we can measure your top conversion path. And I can see the very first click to the very last click. And, and, and that's not a linear process. It's multivariant mm -hmm. and it's messy and it can take, you know, days, weeks, months, years, depending on the industry you're in. And if you don't have content, you don't have the stepping stones that allow people to walk that mm -hmm. path. You're not building the bridge from where they are to where you want them to go. And we just lost our ability to track the path. We just <laughs> yeah. lost it. It's gone. You just lost your map. So now, yeah, we used to be able to build like this little teeny tiny bridge. And it was the most narrow thing in the whole world because I knew exactly where you were going to step every step of the way. Now you can't do that. Now you got to build like, I don't even know what to call it, man. Like just this insane swath of, of paths and every opportunity for somebody to connect with you because you don't know where they are. You can't see what they're doing. You can't tell what they want. All the power is in the hands of the consumer. And what they want is content. They mm -hmm. want value. And if you don't deliver that, dude, maybe there's somebody out there smarter than me who's figured that out. But as far as I can see, like it's a content first world now. And it's so funny because we've gone full circle there too. The marketing call to, 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 to battle used to be content is king. And, and all of a sudden with targeting, you know, Facebook and Google, they rolled out and they're like, well, actually I can put you in front of you know, you, you name the niche. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to be in front of a, a NASCAR driver, red hair named Harry, who likes to watch The Simpsons. And Facebook was like, oh, yeah, I've got 10 of them. And so we got spoiled because we didn't have to create content because you could, you could give that person exactly what they wanted, exactly when they wanted it. And so the Contest King mantra was abandoned and it became a joke. It became something we made fun of. And now, you know, all of us get to eat crow because we're, we're right back to where we should have been in the very beginning. It's a return to principles and it's a return to giving value first and creating quality content, which is what the internet should be. Mm -hmm. It'll be like this clickbank rat's nest. Well, you know what's funny is I, because I, I was the, the exact opposite. I came from content. So I always said content, content, content. And really, yeah. you know, the way I, I kind of explained it or tried to figure out how to explain it to business owners, because the thing with paid ads is I always told people is you could create content, you have a, a completely organic campaign of content. It's going to take you a year and it's going to be 500 plus pieces of content that you need to create, organize and feature and optimize that's going to be hard and you're not going to make any money during the process or <laughs> that's the best sales pitch ever <laughs> or you could figure out ads and put up a three-page website and start getting leads or start making sales if you want to yep. hit the I, I call it hitting the cheat button you know just plow some money into it now you the, that might not work you might not have the market or the product or the offering that will work with that but most of the time you should be doing both. But the if you want a quick win and you want a client to be happy, don't tell them. this is gonna take a year and it's gonna be right. so much work. And and in the end, you might not be good at it right. and it might not work. <laughs> or <laughs> it might not work. It might yeah, it still might not work. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Hey Ryan Dice here. You know, it's been a while since I've run the day-to-day -day for Digital Marketer, the company that Roland and I are partners in. Fortunately, we have a great team and great partners who help us with all that nitty-gritty stuff now. But the one thing that we focused on while I was there and the one thing the team still focuses on to this day is optimizing everything. I'm talking testing everything from the sales copy to the color of the checkout button. Testing like this can have a huge impact on your bottom line, but the truth is it takes a lot of time and a lot of resources. And half the time we were just throwing stuff against the wall just to kind of see what stuck. But the good news is you don't have to figure everything out on your own anymore. And that's because our friends at Conversion Fanatics 
have optimized hundreds of sites in all types of industries from small startups to Fortune 500s. And now they can handle all your testing and optimization for you too. So if you feel stuck when it comes to optimizing your website, go and visit conversionfanatics.com and they'll give you a list of custom suggestions to optimize your site 100% free. Once again, you can find them at conversionfanatics.com. So, you know, I think the take-home message is we need a combination of both. Helps prove concepts. So before you spend a year building, but but then Mm -hmm. do it. Then, you know, like what we were doing ads is a predictive indication as to what people want to engage with, but then actually create that content. Because here's the other piece. If you don't, somebody else will. And that has become more true now than ever. Mm -hmm. People are creating such niche content. I don't know if you know this, Mark. I've got an agency that only serves Montessori schools. Only serves Montessori school. I think it's two oh, percent wow. of the educational opportunities in the preschool realm. And I, you know, you think about that niche. It's not schools. It's not pre preschools. It's not preschools. It's private yeah. Montessori preschools. There's only forty five hundred uh, accredited Montessori schools. And like, <laughs> no, I don't do that because it's a, a business opportunity. I do that because I'm obsessed with Montessori, and I think every child should go to Montessori school, which is a weird soapbox that I won't jump on with you. But, but think about that niche. And I'm not <laughs> the only one. There's you know thousands of other folks creating content for micro niches, which means that. The opportunity is still available, but it's being availed. You know, I mean, we're in the middle of the gold rush and, and either start selling shovels and picks, which is what a lot of folks do, or stake your claim. You know, go find wherever it is that you want to dig. And the benefit mm-hmm. that you have here is you kind of get to see the gold before you start digging. You get to see the niche opportunity available to you. And, and then you just get to, you know, you get to create content for them. Yeah. Well, I think the neat thing now is before it was, you know, websites were hard to make. Videos were hard to shoot. Yep. Graphics were hard to make. Uh, you need to be a writer to do all the stuff. And now it's like all of those barriers are down. And you could just be a competent in what you do and try to help people in your niche and go crazy. 100%. And also, you know, another barrier is people are like, well, so, you know, 20 people have made an article about this topic I want to cover. It's like, okay, well, if you're not covering it, then people are getting the answer to it somewhere else. Yeah. So, well, and have those 20 people made it. Is it a good article? Number one. Number yeah. two, is, is it your take? Yeah. Yeah. So like, let's say you're a bookkeeper, right? And you're like, well, Tony, people have made an article on how to do this type of bookkeeping. It's like, all right, have they made it for a karate school? Have they made it for a coffee shop? Have they made it for a dry cleaner? Have they contextual can get really, there's, there's an X and a Y axis here. The X axis being the service, the Y axis being the industry. And if you want to get that niche, I think that there's a, a, an amazing opportunity there. And I'd also focus on, on, I don't, we can say niche or niche. I vacillate back and forth. I, I say yeah. niche. <laughs> uh, I, I'd focus on niches that are underserved. Everybody's going to have attorneys and doctors. Stop that. Stop it. You know, I mentioned like, how many independent coffee shops are there in the, in the country, in the world? You know, there's an, un- now they can't afford as much as an attorney or doctor, but if you get every independent coffee shop in your city paying you a hundred bucks a month, I bet you that's a tax relevant sum of money. And that's not the only thing, you know, there's Brazilian jujitsu and, and I don't know what nail salons and just like there's an unbelievable amount of underserved organizations that have no idea what to do. They're massively overwhelmed and they need champions. And you don't even need a national footprint if you only went local and only worked with those organizations in your local, you know, 10 companies paying you a thousand bucks a month. There's 10 grand a month. That's the dream, yeah. right? If you're, yeah, you if you're not satiated making 10 grand a month. Now, maybe you want to grow and scale and then go do that. Then take it national. But like you can become satiated very, very easily. The day, if I ever sell my agency, what I want to do is I, I want to roll out a, 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 a training mechanism that teaches people how to do exactly that. Because, dude, it's so easy. All the tools are there. All the, the marketing's there. And, I mean, I'd go straight feet on the street. I'd walk into a place. 
You know, I'm only mm -hmm. serving Italian restaurants and I'd walk into a place and say, hey, I'm going to give you your first month free. And if I can boost your 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 profits, you know, bottom line profits to a thousand and one dollars, I want you to pay me a thousand bucks a month. And then every month after is going to be even better. And yeah, no, it's it's I think getting, getting people those quick wins and hitting the pavement, because I, I do talk to a lot of agency owners or, or you know, want to be agency owners, marketers. And they're like, I can't get any prospects. I'm like, OK, what are you doing? They're like, well, I put up a website and <laughs> I'm posting all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, let me tell you what you're going to do. Go join your chamber and talk to people. And sorry, yeah. that's just what you have to do, period. There's Yeah, create quality content. Create, yeah, just that's fantastic advice. Well, and, and you're not the first person who's been on the show where they're like, yeah, I don't have a ton of subscribers and I don't have a big following, but I make money off of this somehow. Right. And it's uh, I think that's a big misconception with people where they're like, okay, if I didn't get a, a viral million view video, it's worthless. And right. It's like, no, <laughs> it's not people saw you and now they recognize you. And now three months later, when they need the service you talked about, they know you. My it's, average video gets less sell. than 300 views. Less yeah. Than, yeah. Even a digital marketer, like we have 50,000 or 56,000 subscribers and that still happens. Yeah. And it's, it's okay. Cause we're coming out with, well, we just start, we just knew well, you were in the new studio. So my goal is really to come out with a video every day for digital marketer. Right That's now great. we're at like two or three a week. So we'll see. <laughs> Just one more point on that is I think back in the day, you know, everyone compares marketers to madmen, right? Yep. But back then it was all about the pitch and it was about, you know, making the perfect ad and so on and so forth. And they had no data to go back on for the most part, other than <laughs> the client's happy. They sold more cigarettes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, their data was like, I'm three exactly. scotches in. This is probably uh, a good idea. No, but I think it's 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 definitely not back to that point, but I think it is back to quality or using the algorithms to, you know, to the best of your ability to get those ads to be the most effective yeah. possible. Well, I've been I've been bashing paid ads a little bit because it's you know, it's the ecosystem that I'm in, so I, I have that luxury. But here's what I'll say to the defense of paid ads. Every category king was just unseated. Everyone was usurped. The entire, you know, the hierarchies are natural. So paid ads roll out and, and people that are running Facebook and Google, over time, a hierarchy is built. And that hierarchy, think of a mountain, okay? And the people at the top of the mountain are the most important and they're the ones getting the most visibility and they're spending the most, but they're also getting, you know, it's the most effective spend. So they're getting 80% of the, the client base or, you know, whatever, the available attention. And then as you travel down that mountain, you start to see the people that are fighting to get to the top of the mountain. That mountain was just leveled and we're all back to zero. <laughs> so if you want to talk about the biggest opportunity in any industry ever, it's right now, right? Like when there's blood in the streets, buy property. Um, <laughs> now's the time. We just, we just set everything back to zero and it sucks. By the way, if you are one of the folks that spent all the time, effort, energy, money, investing in building your ad ecosystem, especially in Facebook, I'm so sorry. That sucks. Like, I know it's all gone to hell and it's a dumpster fire. That doesn't mean Facebook's over. It just means you have to contend with it differently. But now is the opportunity mm -hmm. to get back and bootstrap yourself. And, and you now, I mean, fighting for that number slot was a freaking dogfight previously. Now it's a race. And I'd rather be in a race than a dogfight. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have the temperament for blood. You know what I mean? But I, 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 can out, I can outrun some people. So if you're not running paid ads and you've never run or you haven't thought about it, like now is the time. And not to be too selfish. That certification that we created, Mark, I don't know of one better and I've taken them all. So I think that that's going to be, you know, I mean, if you want to know where to start, wait for that thing to go out. Do we know when it's dropping? 
Uh, it's going to be really soon. I want to say two weeks. So yeah, probably December, yeah. early well, December. We'll be screaming from the rooftops about it. So you won't be able to not hear oh, about yeah. it. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's where I'd, I'd tell people to start. And I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to this, uh, you know, good and bad, tweet at me. Let me know where I suck or what we could have improved upon because we're going to make <laughs> sure, like Mark was mentioning, we're going to make sure that, you know, there's going to be a continuing education component to this and and we'll keep adding to it and keeping you posted and up to date. We want to be the folks that have our finger to the pulse and are, you know, constantly letting you know where this is going. Uh, that's our job. So, you know, anybody who buys it, I appreciate the opportunity and and hold me accountable to what I said. I want this to be the best. So hold me accountable to that line. That's awesome. Great, bad stuff. So we'll be fine. I think people are going to love it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. If people want to uh, maybe hire your services or just learn about you, follow you, where should yeah, they Yeah, if go? you want to request an action plan, um, sol8.com, sol8.com. Uh, if you just want to follow me, I shoot a YouTube video every single day. Search for Solutions 8 on YouTube. If you can't find me on YouTube, don't listen to anything I'm saying because I clearly suck at what I do. Um, yeah. And other than I'm truly rooting for you. You know, I have such a heart for this and I really think that you're the engine that drives the world and don't underestimate your importance. So, you know, I know this is kind of a hard, weird little environment that we find ourselves in, but I think that uh, we're giving you the tools to find your way out of it and listening to this means that you're the type of person who's doing the things that, you know, that's an indication that you're on your way to success. So just keep at it. That's fantastic. Great advice. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. And if you guys want more of this, please, we'll be coming out with several of these every week. So tune in. Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up. Because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.